thank you for tuning into Holistic Finance, where we promote financial balance and financial health. Our mission is to simplify your finances so you can focus on your practice and enjoy life. Now, here are your hosts, Ryan Burklow and Alex Collins. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Holistic Finance. I am Ryan Burklow. And I'm Alex Collins. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about the importance of knowing your numbers. Yeah, this is critical to uh, to any business. And at the same time, we want to make sure that we start out n- with the knowledge that you like. we understand that you did not get into your practice to become wealthy. You got into your practice to help people. And that doesn't mean that we should ignore our numbers. Because if we ignore our numbers, we're not going to be able to stay in practice. We're not going to be able to have the lifestyle that you want. We're not going to be able to continue helping people. And so because of those things, we need to understand what the numbers are and how they work for you or against you. Yeah, Alex, the big uh, the big push that I think you and I um, or the drive that we try to have uh, with our naturopathic doctors that we at least personally work with is, and even the message we're trying to share is, we're trying to help the naturopathic community overcome a bunch of stereotypes, um, push their message because it's so needed. And the best way to push the message is to continually grow as a community. And that's both you know professionally, personally, and helping as many patients as you can. That's gonna be the the big push there. And to do that, you have to know what are the key metrics that's going to help you build the practice and lifestyle that you want. Absolutely. This is is not about profit at all costs. This is about understanding what needs to be done and how you can continue to grow and how you can continue to help people. And, And third, how you can – you work hard for your patients for your practice, and you should be rewarded as a result. And that that's really what we're after is making sure that that you are rewarded and that that you're able to help enhance the community and help enhance your patients' lives. So, so let's jump in here. So I, I think for the most part, most business owners, most practice owners inherently know that they should know their numbers. And while that's probably not going to be new information to our listeners, hopefully this episode will have them like really take that to heart. There's a difference in knowing you should do it and practicing what you know you should be doing. Oh, and for so sure. If, if you think about all the successful people in the naturopathic world, just in the world in general, they know their numbers, depending on what they do, like professional athletes know exactly what they need to do to practice. You know, baseball players practice off a tee still, right? Like the, just the basics, but they know what they should practice, how they should practice. Business owners, right? Depending on the business that you run, that they know what is going to be the key ingredient or what metrics they should measure so that the, the practice or the business is successful. Absolutely. And even the even the folks that don't uh, you know, necessarily like spend time like writing these things down and going over it and like really digging into it, 
you talk to to most business owners and that they understand like okay this is the number that i look at and if this number is is off like i know i'm in trouble they they may not know exactly how much they're in trouble but they know like okay hey if i haven't seen uh eight patients in a day or uh, what, whatever the number is for for your individual practice or your individual business um and and every business has different key numbers that they look at um but business owners will innately have a couple different metrics even without working with uh folks that are a little bit more analytical like myself um or that are more you know focused on making sure that you understand your numbers like, like you are um they, they have these things in their head and, and really what what our goal is is to make sure that we're understanding what these numbers are and how to properly track some of these things well and just i mean if you think about it just for your day-to-day -day, how many i mean even in our industry it's, a, it's the same thing how many people just kind of show up to their their practice on a day-to-day -day basis and have maybe a plan of attack hopefully of what they're doing that day I mean, at least in our industry, you know, we know some of these advisors that really don't have a plan of attack for their day. They just kind of show up and wing it. That may be happening in the naturopath world. I'm not so sure about that. But the point that I'm getting at here is you have a plan, but how are you measuring if that's the best plan? Right. Is that really where you should be spending your time? So we're going to get into kind of three metrics that depending on the practice you run you should probably know now how you come to the number might be different that's individual but an understanding of what these numbers represent and how to push those numbers is going to be key when, and, and so, every practice is going to wind up being different so like what works for one practice may not work for another practice you, you really need to to dive into it and do the the analysis on on your own situation uh, because the, there is so much flexibility in how you set up your practice, how you run your practice, um, both from a cost standpoint as well as a revenue standpoint. There are so many different models right now that it would be silly for us to say, oh, this is the way to do it. And no, there is no one way to do it because you have so much choice and flexibility. You can set it up, uh, you, but at the same time, this what we're going to walk through will apply to everyone's practice it's really just a matter of how it applies and making sure that you understand what numbers go where so the first metric that everyone should really know is what is your overhead like your monthly overhead cost and what we mean by overhead is is the fixed costs the costs that don't change month to month Right, an example right. of this is normally rent. Yeah, rent, uh, salaries that you're just paying regardless of hours worked, uh, anything like uh, loans are, are most of the time just a fixed cost. It's the same every month regardless of uh, whether you have your doors open for one day or 30 days. Doesn't matter, why the cost is the cost. Why should you know that number? Well, that's the number that you need to hit at least to break even. Yeah, you need to make sure that you're at least covering those costs so that you're not hemorrhaging cash, so you're not going backwards in terms of the uh, the cash on hand. So I, I think that's a simple 
Looks like one, I think a lot of a lot of RNDs probably know that number, um, or at least have an idea of what that number is. Our suggestion is for you to know that number. The, the next metric that we think you should consider is what is the cost per patient? Right. And these are these are going to be your variable costs. So any cost that fluctuates based on the number of patients that you see is going to go into this number and what we're like the these are going to change and sometimes dramatically practice to practice you know for example some practices will have uh their salaries be hourly or be based on the patient load or um, have some split with the folks that are in the the practicing doctors that are in their in their practice these are examples of variable costs where it changes and can change dramatically based on the number of patients that are seen by the by the clinic by the practice so anything that changes goes into this cost per patient and oftentimes like we're, we're we're dealing with averages at first like we may not know these numbers and that's perfectly fine what we want to do is we want to fine-tune it over time so that we have an understanding of how much do they fluctuate what is what does that look like how big of a range is there Th those types of things so that we can you know properly plan for okay well what what does this actually look like on a per patient basis. So once we understand the overhead and we understand what the cost per patient is, well then obviously you wanna know, okay, what revenue is gonna come in the door per patient? And hopefully that revenue per patient is a bigger number than the cost per patient. Otherwise you're gonna be negative <laughs> every month, right? So that you subtract those two and we've got our net profit per patient. Right. And, and the revenue per patient, right, it, it's the the, you know, the medical insurance costs or maybe your cash practice. Like what is the cost that you're charging per patient and what other revenue items comes from seeing the patient? Right. There's obviously the, the standard practice of, of helping them and, and whatever need they have. And, and maybe there's there's um, other pieces that you offer the patient that also adds to the revenue. So what does that average look like? Per patient. Well, and I can I can literally hear the questions in my head of like, oh well, Ryan, I don't have a, a, a normal patient. You know, some pay me a lot, some pay me a little. Um, and so when that's the case, again, every practice is different. Some it is like clockwork; they know exactly how much they make from every patient uh, because it's more of an insurance-based practice and it's very static and it's very steady. Um, or they're on a concierge model and they know exactly what they're receiving in revenue um, from each from each patient. Um, and so each of these models is going to work a little bit differently. And again, we're working on averages. We understand that. It's important to know what the high is and what the low is. Um, and then we'll work on what the average or what the median is. And those things are, are different. Um, average takes all of the numbers and just divides it by the number of, of examples. Uh, median gets us to what, the, like, what is the 
where it, it median takes out some of the outliers and makes it so that the numbers don't wind up getting skewed by having some patients that pay us extremely low uh, and other patients that pay us extremely high median gets us to okay uh, what is the the person who, if we put on a uh, a spectrum all of the revenues that come in for pay, from each patient the people that are in the middle how much are they paying us and so it's a, it's a different way of calculating that number um, and it gives those two things will help give us a better understanding of where you're at in your practice um, and if you have outliers where um, you've got a few folks that give you that pay you a ton of money because there's a whole bunch of issues that, that and you're able to charge more insurance pays more whatever the case may be then your median is likely going to be lower than your average if it's the opposite then your median is going to be higher than your average so again these these are things that help us understand where your practice is going and give us a better idea to be able to forecast and take a look at like okay where are the areas that we need to to help on what can we do to improve your practice so imagine knowing these numbers how much better could you plan your day with your time and your money so that you can build the practice that you want helping as many patients as you want and living the lifestyle that you want that's the whole purpose of this episode is under is tying why we would want to track these metrics and for those of you who've been listening long enough if you can tell the difference between alex and myself i am not a big fan of metrics i'm not the analytic i actually can't stand tracking it but i also have learned if i know those metrics i know exactly how to plan my day and it has made my life simpler which is i don't know in my view the whole purpose of of coming to work is is helping as many people as we can and the most simplistic model so we hope this episode was was valuable for you and hopefully changing your perspective or thoughts around what metrics you should be covering or knowing and are you even do you even know what those metrics are which leads right. us mr collins to the question of the day uh, which is what metrics are you currently measuring to help build your practice in the lifestyle that you want? So make sure to head over to holistic-finance.com. At the bottom of that page, there's a spot for you to fill out your answer to that question of the day, as well as if you ever want to engage with us, either on a, on a personal level uh, or a business level in terms of your, your finances or your practice, feel free to reach out to us there. If you got uh, value out of this, if you if you like the show, or maybe if you don't like the show, <laughs> tell people not to listen to us. I guess the point of, of what I'm saying is share the message. The purpose of this podcast is to bring value and be a resource for you to build the practice that you want. So, Absolutely. And to, the, to that end, if there's a topic that you want us to, to tackle and cover, uh, feel free to leave that as a, as a comment over on the, the site that Ryan was just talking about. Uh, we, you know, some of the episodes that we've done have come directly from that. Uh, we love as much feedback as possible. And if there's something that you're, you're wanting to know, reach out and ask. We hope this episode was valuable. And as always, Alex, make it a great day. This podcast is for informational purposes only, and it's not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. 
Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities Guardian or Quantified Financial Partners and opinions stated are their own. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Consult your tax, legal, or accounting professional regarding your individual situation. All investments and investment strategies contain risk and may lose value. Brian and Alex are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities, LLC. OSJ 333 North Indian Hill Boulevard, Claremont, California 91711, 909-399-1100. Securities products and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities, MEMBRA, MEMRA, SIPC. Financial representatives of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. Park Avenue Securities is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Quantified Financial Partners is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. Number 2021-115-731, expiration February 20.